Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, please. I've got a right funny guest this episode, like piss funny brilliant. It's only Joe Wilkinson. Thanks for listening and for spreading the word about Hoovering. If you are, tell other people about it. You can subscribe if you like. Um, give it a five-star review, apparently. Um, it helps other people find it when you do that. And, you know, it just looks snazzy, doesn't it? Um, so thanks for doing all that. Thanks for telling other people about it. Um, my main podcast-related news is that I'm in the very early stages of planning an exciting virtual live show that you have to all come to. So s- stay tuned for more on that. Uh, food banks are, on average, tripled the amount of people using them at the moment. Triple the amount of people at the normal, and the amount of people at normal times was horrid. So if you've got any spare money, give it to a food bank. If even after that you've got some spare left, go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you'll see some lush podcast things like secret exclusive content, including really sexist things about eating that I've recorded my kids saying, which I will swap in exchange for your cash. So let's get into this one. Joe and me uh, talking remotely because he lives in another county. Uh, we're talking over Zoom because I had a massive tech fail with my usual method of recording, but that was way better actually because I was able to see his silly face and he could see my silly face and we could play a game of guess what crisp we're holding up. Yeah, we're drinking beer and eating mystery crisps, um, which yeah, it was good fun. We had a lot of fun as you're about to hear now. I've got my computer raised up, so this is my crisps here. You can't see them. No. You hear them? I can hear them. Should I try and guess? I've um. Did you um just get one crisps in the end? Yeah, is that right? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. When I thought that you were going to have, because um in the run up to this, when you said you were going to spend the whole day choosing um your crisps. And yeah. that you were going to take one of several different types of crisps and put them into a beautiful crescent. Um, <laughs> I um, believes me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Was that bollocks? <laughs> and I, I have um, so I've levelled up a bit. I've got two. I've got three oh, different really? crisps to try. And I, and I'll be honest, I didn't put mine into a crescent. I put it into more of a snake shape. Ah, right. Yeah. I will be eating off the floor. <laughs> 
Is that cool? And what's wonderful is you're on Zoom, so you can yeah. see me. You can see yeah. just how. Are you sat on um, the floor? Are you? I'm. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm sat on one of uh, one of my bean bags. Oh, one of your bean bags. Mm-hmm. I'm quite. I'm quite well known on the circuit for the guy with uh, a lot of bean bags. <laughs> bean bag guy. Bean, bean bag Joe. Bean bag Joe. Which Joe? Joe. Uh, Joe Roundtree. No bean bag Joe. <laughs> no one's ever said my surname in comedy. There's no need. No need. No bean bag Joe. No. We're like oof. Mm. No. Big fat bean bag Joe. Several, several million styrofoam <laughs> balls encased. Have you in ever a genuinely bag? Have you ever genuinely tried to put the balls into a bean bag? It's fucking. Yeah, mental. I have. It's I used mental. to. It's um one of the. I, you could use it as a kind of torture, couldn't you? Mm. There's it, um. I used to work in a like school, a residential school for young people and kids with autism. And I don't know why there was ever bean bags there because they were so regularly ripped open. <laughs> and you would know there was one lad in particular who you'd know had done it because he'd sh- you'd hear him shouting <laughs> that it's snowing. <laughs> and it I would like mean him. He'd, he I an, loved is, him. He was is a he bit, an adult now? Could we hang he out? He must be. Yeah, he must be. He was oh, we could be friends a, with him. Yeah, he was awesome actually. But it, whenever you heard him bellowing that it was snowing you knew you had a bean bag to try and refill <laughs> one gust of wind and they would go everywhere absolutely <laughs> mental i bought a um i bought a bean bag case is that your beer open i've opened my beer i couldn't wait mine's, mine's already opened oh good um I've, um I've got a really swanky beer to try and impress you well i i've got a swanky beer because of my friend john luke he left oh. it he left it in my house ages ago, and I've never drunk it. And um, I said, uh, I said to I said to my wife, I said, "Can I? I I'm meant to have a beer, but I've got we haven't got any beers, so can I have a glass of your wine? I just got cramp." Oh, sorry. Oh God, I saw that. Oh, Joe. Oh, oh, oh love. Oh, that feels good. God, it's nice <laughs> when you come out of it, though. Um, so I've got oh. a beer that makes me look um, better than I am. Right. So yeah, you. me so too. So I show you. Yeah. But it looks like I live in Camden. Look. Oh, Hop House Thirteen. What a wanker! That's one of my favourites. That makes me the biggest wanker. It's so delicious. I used to be like in my twenties sort of and stuff, drink real piss. Like yeah, horrible. Me too. Really watery, car- yeah. carling, and well, we never had these options of these beers. You see, but then yeah. someone introduced me to Spanish beers, yeah. like I don't know, like Moretti and things like that. Yeah. And I was like, "Fucking hell, these are tasty." They're so yeah. nice. So the same company that make Estrella and Moretti make that one you've got. Oh really? I've never tried it. Yeah. Oh, it's quite dark. That's upsetting. I've got. Um, I'm. God, it smells nice. <laughs> it's really nice. Cool. You're gonna really like it. I'm jealous of your one, actually. I've got. A, I, if you thought yours was a wanker's beer, What's your... I, look at this. I've got a. You disgust oh. me to my core. <laughs> <laughs> it's got snake skin on the side of it. Yeah, it's called alpaca salt tropical bitter. I did a thing for a company called beer 52 and they sent me all their oh, on, on the on the, on the uh, podcast yeah we did one for them and they didn't bother sending us any <gasps> oh no yeah. well i'll tag maybe, them in this and they'll maybe we, they'll maybe because on our podcast we talk about shit and piss constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is a podcast about eating you can't talk about eating without talking about shitting and pissing a bit oh i was like oh god i'm such a ungrateful prick but I got the bit, but I thought oh, I don't. I only really like lager. I've got. This, oh, is it all like it's all fancy beers in a craft? There wasn't bag. one. There wasn't one lager. lager in there. But oh, I'm really? So um, I so hate waste. And do you know what? It's the third time it's happened. I've been for different gig online gigs. I've now that's. I've had three crates of proper beer. I've had I've one gone, as well. I'll, I'll bring it up in a minute. I'll, if you if you're when when I've finished this in a frighteningly short time. I'll um, <laughs> I'll come downstairs. You can fill. You can fill. Yeah. You? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. You, or, or, if, or cut out the silence. I'd, yeah. I'd rather you didn't cut it out. I'd rather okay. you get it in because I'd okay. like people to think my house is ginormous. Okay. 
Okay, great. Yeah. So, so I'm like, I'm just running to, from room, like from corridor to corridor. <laughs> like, where's the kitchen, love? Where's the kitchen? I've forgotten. Where's it's so floor? massive. <laughs> where's floor five's kitchen? <laughs> um, uh, but I'll get the swanky one I was given. I was given a crate of them. And uh, I did a stupid thing. I was like, I was faux uh, generous to my neighbours. I was sort of giving them out because I didn't think I'd like them. And then I tried one and I loved them. And I was really pissed off. Yeah. Well, that was like it. 12 away. I was like, I've only got 12. I, um, I did the same. I had some people around for a garden barbecue as soon as it was allowed. And um sort of shifted three of them onto <laughs> one of them and then tasted one and was like, hang on. I didn't love it, but I was like, I can, tra- I can train myself to love this. Do you want to swap that for a glass of Rose Hill? <laughs> <laughs> can we swap that for a glass of Rose Hill? Please, um, may we? I'm kind of desperate to know about um, what lockdown eating has been like generally for you. Are you a secret food food man? I've done a really weird thing. I've lost two stone. Really? Yeah. Um, is it what on purpose? Yeah. Well, no, not on purpose. I've gone like I've started exercising a lot. Right. And Fair uh, enough. Well, run, running and stuff because like I. Um, I've been at home for four months like everyone and I've not done that in my entire life. No. So I've had like a routine for the first time in many, many years. You know, it's like you kind of, you start, so I'm going to get fit this week or whatever. And then you go and do a gig or something. And then you eat like a pig <laughs> because you're away. And I was like, and I, to be honest, I, I, we, all, we, we eat sort of healthy-ish anyway, you know, yeah. balance. but I've never sort of just gone, uh, right, I was going to regularly exercise. So my body was obviously in such a bad fucking state <laughs> that um, I've lost some weight. But wow. I literally, I have li- I, like I have like now little tits. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the first place weight comes off. Of sadly, it's it's sort of must be quite revelatory for. But, but like like if you got like a bit of a belly and and sort of man tits, it's sort of not that. Um, sexy. Yeah, well, it's, it's not, I'm not saying it's sexy with a belly, but like the belly's sort of gone. But I've got these little tits I can't shift. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to own them. And, <laughs> well, basically, I'm not, I'm not going to wear like those sort of low cut sort of trendy T-shirts to show a bit. But the like, little V-necks. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. I just can't shift the tits. <laughs> tiny, tiny tits. <laughs> Oh, but like it's a great it's, image it's a lovely it's, image i thought it was going to be such a different story when you were like oh well actually like my i've started to get really fit and i thought you'd be like, i feel really great about myself and you're like now well, these tits that i hate what's really weird genuinely like i i'm not like well i don't obviously like fancy myself or whatever but i think i think i'm better looking fat body shape wise it's yeah. really upsetting because like i thought I thought like you know Loads of people are. It's such a myth when there's so many people who are, especially when I don't know, especially when especially when you know someone's just a bit too skinny for their frame. Like that happens all Ooh. the time with people in performing and you're like, Ooh. and then you just see them just probably in the body they're meant to be in, just relaxed. Look like yeah, they yeah. just look like they're having some they're probably having dinner now. Finally. Yeah, yeah. It looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. That difference is incredible. But also it's just Yeah, I think you should celebrate that you prefer your body with some timber on it i haven't got the right i haven't got like i always say like you know like a cut and shunt car they used to have where they they basically two cars have been an accident and they used to in the 80s they used to weld weld the front and back and you know and then you'd 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 find this they'd sell the car and you'd find out you bought a cut and shunt and and the car was worth nothing amazing sounds like cockney rhyming slang (laughs) my body's like a cut and shunt because my bottom half, I've got like quite wide hips. Right. And then the top half is like, it's like a bulb, you know, like a bulb in the ground is <laughs> big. And then the shoe comes up. That's like my body. And if I'm fat, it sort of covers it a bit. So it doesn't look as bad, if you know what I mean. And so, I sort of look, so I'm sort of like, you can see my actual shape. And I sort of, I don't know why I'm telling you this, because I've lost a bit of weight, I'm sort of, in the morning, I'm 
sort of not as quick to put a like the dressing gown on. So, so I'm like, oh, I've got a bit. I lost a bit of timber here. Have a walk around. I can see my missus sort of trying not to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I've got to be supportive because they'll live longer, but fucking hell. State of that. State of that. <laughs> so, fucking um, hell. So, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 We've lost but, a bit of weight. But fuck me, I look worse. The low point was. Uh, I was in, I think it was Asda or Tesco's, and there was this enormous, like, cho- <laughs> like, like a chocolate. Um, I don't know what it's like, like mousse and sponge in a like a like a big bowl that you could have salad in, but oh. it was the absolute off, and it was a quid. Oh yes, it was so big it took three days to eat it because you <laughs> go. Fucking hell. Oh. oh. You're going to finish yours? No, no, I can't finish that. That's, yeah, so that, but it was a quid. I got text. Sorry, that's unprofessional. There's no way of stopping right. that because it comes through my Mac. Yeah, nothing you can do about it. You, I yeah. don't know how. Sorry. It's absolutely that, fine. That, um, that uh, cannot be edited out. No, I promised to leave it in about the yeah, pound, yeah. one pound ma- massive moose thing. Moose what, sponge. What, what about you? What's your low point eating wise? Oh. Um, wow, that was a dig. Big, big yeah. deep breath as in, I don't know where to begin. Yeah, I feel like I am so flighty. Like I um, I've uh, I started it off really cooking loads and going, I've always wanted to do this. But I've also started yeah. running, but only I, I'm, I, it's such a tiny distance. And I'm so scared of anyone I've ever met seeing me that I just go round and round the block around my house. It, I don't go anywhere yeah, else. That makes you look insane, basically, but. Yeah, and I'm sure, I don't care if the neighbours think I'm mad. And also, they, I, they'll all be having a laugh because often I'll just do two laps. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, no, so I started off cooking loads and being like, I've always wanted all this time to plan and cook stuff. and then, um, But then actually within a few weeks, I was like, oh, fucking hell, I want someone else to make something for me. Bullshit. Uh, yeah, um, the lowest point. Oh, I don't know. I mean, today I went to... Um, Sort of, I thought I had COVID at the end of February, and um, so today I coughed up for a drive-through immunity test, and um, turned oh, out right. I've got absolutely no immunity. And I, I sort of knew that. Like I, I wasn't very ill in February, but I was like, mm. I just was really hoping I, um, I had some antibodies. I don't know why, really. I haven't got any grand plans. <laughs> I just, I just, I just really wanted to do well on the exam, and then I, um, I just want to get more than a C. Yeah, just yeah. Just wanted other people are like putting their test results, like pregnancy tests, on Instagram, and Uh, I got jealous, and I spent seventy pounds to find out I absolutely haven't had COVID. Um, And I was so annoyed in um, Sainsbury's that I bought I think maybe six different chocolate items. Yes, and I didn't buy them because I love those particular chocolate items. I bought them because I was like. (laughs) <laughs> make me feel nice <laughs> do you know what we do we have these um this is fucking weird thinking about it we have these uh chocolate um dessert things that are sort of low calories and they're mm. shite and uh so uh every we have them like every couple of nights or whatever yeah and then i come back i came back one night a couple of weeks ago with some chocolate buttons to put in them <laughs> <laughs> And we put chocolate buttons in them, and me, me and Petra were like, fucking hell, that's, that's fucking lovely. So every couple of days, she'd be like, oh, what have you brought to put in the dessert we don't like? <laughs> and, uh, the one we've got tonight is, uh, I'm going to crush up a whisper. Oh, yes! Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, yeah! Crush up a whisper. <laughs> yeah, so that's going in the dessert we don't like to make it palatable. <laughs> Do you think it's how to sort out a disgusting low calorie chocolate dessert? <laughs> Stick some really fit calories in it. Um, That's 70 calories, and then we crush in about 200. Yeah. And suddenly it's delightful again. I'm talk- I want to eat some crisps. I'm going to go for, oh, yeah. I'm just going to open the the weird ones. Shall I show you them? or? No, we- I, I, I'm going to hide mine under here. Okay. You do yours first. I've gone quite. Sorry, I've got to say, I've. 
I've just realised, fuck me, that's weird. What? I had a meeting earlier and I doodled something and I've realised, can I show you this? Look, yeah. look what I doodled. I doodled the, I didn't genuinely know I'd done it. I doodled the key to, that opens my security lock Whoa. in my window and I didn't know I'd done it. Really oh. nice. Nice key. Yeah. Thank you. But that is that is weird, right? To look, I just went. Yeah, it's spooky. Sorry. I wouldn't have known that was a key unless you'd shown me the key that it looks exactly like. It, it's, it's not. I'm quite a good drawer, aren't I? Yeah, really good drawer. I thought you're gonna just. I thought it was gonna just be yes, another dick and balls. <laughs> oh, tell the page over. <laughs> Obviously, really great a, meeting. I did a, also did a snail that looks a bit like Bart Simpson with a beard. Oh, it does actually. But Bart Simpson, more, more her suit, Bart Simpson. Yeah, with yeah. A, with still a, has he got a toupee or has he had some work done I, to get the I, hair back? I think he said he's one of those. Um, he looks like a, a a hairdresser that for in Essex who's done you know, everything's too sheared. Fair enough. Right, I know what you mean. Yeah, the lines are too clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, like me. <laughs> I'm okay i'm having a crisp and then what you've got to guess what it is yeah christ i'm showing you it what are your uh, thoughts I'd, I'd say it's foreign yes it's not a british based crisp it's not a golden wonder it's not anything like that so exactly. it will be a mediterranean based crisp i'd say yes i would say it has Look, this is wrong, but it's got... I'm sensing chorizo. No. I said that was wrong. You did say it was wrong. But but I don't think it has heat. Correct. I'm saying it, it, but it's a meat flavour. Fucking hell, you're horribly good at this. How are you getting all this? Joe! A lot of crisps over the years. Um, And I would say, not paprika... No, no. That is but, the classic holiday crisp of choice. Yeah. So, but it's meat. Is it like um? It's not because it's not British. It's not like smoky bacon or anything like that. It's no. something like. Is it like a? It's like a red meat flavour. No. Oh, is it chicken then? Yeah. Ah, pretty good. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're um, they're called, chio. I really like roast chicken flavour crisps. Oh my god, I... it was at least Spanish. They're Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. I've got it all right. Yeah, you got it all right. Yeah, like they, they look like holiday crisps. That's why, mm. because they're they're sort of shinier. They're really good. Um, I bet you a quid. Yeah. That you will get mine in one go. Okay. Quaver. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, I, right. Do you know why I've got Quaver? Is it just... Because yeah. I told my missus what we were doing, mm. and she got me the lowest calorie, the stupid <laughs> She likes the new titties. No, she's worried about my slow-beating heart. <laughs> <laughs> and the blackness of it. Your black, rotten heart. Your ice-cold yeah. heart. Solid oh. stone. What I love about this... Yeah. This is literally the worst idea for radio or podcast. Yep. Is that they, the whole starting point? They do it on um, six music. I don't normally... This is the first time I've ever had crisps on this podcast, Joe. I've been doing it two and a half years. And what do you usually have? I can't... Well, any food. We, if we can be fucked to cook together, we will. But normally it's face-to-face. I couldn't oh. be bothered to do anything fancy. And because we were meeting at this time, in the early evening, I was like, it'd be nice to have a beer and some crisps. They do love a thing on Six Music. Have you ever heard it? I think it's Radcliffe and McConey where... I love those guys. Yeah, when people send them weird crisps and they have to taste them. But even the sound of them briefly having a few crisps, like trying one is so yeah, disgusting. I'm going to stop, otherwise you'll lose. I'm going to do one more mouthful. Um, have you got a favourite crisp generally? Easy. Yeah? Really easy. Um, prawn cocktail. My mum... I I um my mum when I was at school my mum used to give me start of the year used to give me an emergency pound. Oh, 
Right, so if I got in trouble, I don't know how pound was going to help me out. Yeah. But, um, and every time she gave me emergency pound, which, about, you know, I think maybe it was every term, I'd immediately go to uh, the corner shop and buy uh, three packets, maybe four packets, four packets of prawn cocktail crisps. So I never had the pound more than 15 minutes. <laughs> The emergency they... was meant to be put in my bag yeah. and there if so it happened and I'd go put pound and I'd go and then um <laughs> then one so I'd spend it on four packet of prawn cocktail crisps. Then one yeah. one day I don't know, I was about fifteen or fourteen or something. And she went, We're gonna do a she did an emergency spot check on emergency pounds. She went, Go and get your emergency pound. <gasps> And uh, and I was like, yeah, right, no worries. Went up there upstairs, and I, <laughs> my dad had a jar of coppers, uh, and I went in. I, I counted out a pound. And I bought a <laughs> pound of two piece, and I said to mum, oh, "I swapped my pound for a, had a two piece." <laughs> but I still got it. <laughs> Did she believe you? I think she's stupid enough to, but I don't. Really <laughs> 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 Honestly, she probably did. I've taken another quaver. I'm sorry, I love them so much. Yeah, yeah, do it. That's reminded me of when I was about 12 and I'd borrowed a friend's uh, video card uh, and it was her dad's and uh, our dad's were mates. And that day I went out uh, with another mate and we'd picked up loads of dog ends off the floor and we were smoking them. That's it. <laughs> really disgusting. And um, when I got home with this mate, my dad said, oh, you know, my mate wants his video card back. He didn't know you guys had it. Have you got it? And I went, yeah, 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 it's in my pocket. And I emptied my pockets and I just sort of held my hands out <laughs> full of dog ends. And um, my dad was like, oh, and he walked off. And I was so stupid that I, w- I walked into the lounge, shitting myself. And I went, um, some bigger boys um, were smoking and they put their cigarette out and they just threw it at me and I didn't know what to do. So I just put it in my pocket. <laughs> like it was such a shit story. Because I haven't got the brains I was born with. Yeah, and um, and bless it, it gets worse. Bless him. My dad said, "All right," and I went, "Yeah." And he went, "Yeah." He said, "I know you wouldn't be thick enough to smoke." And I, I remember skipping back into the room my friend was in, going, "He's believed me." <laughs> <laughs> what a moron! I think I can't be asked to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, please leave. You. It's not yeah. quite. One of my one of my favourite stories about my dad was um, my my mum's sister um, married this fella who had a bit of money, and so they'd go on a lot of holidays and stuff. And they went. <laughs> but by the way, they're they're not. I'm painting them as like shameless or something. They're not. But um, they, uh, so they, this, my uncle and auntie came back from holiday and they bought them this like marble, uh, little marble um, seal from wherever they'd been and they loved it and it was like a bit of a talking point. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my dad had sort of, sort of bollocked me for something and I was like, right, well, yeah, arsehole. And for some reason, I scratched my name into the front of this seal. Uh, to this day, I don't know why I did it, but I just scratched my name with a fuck into the front of this seal. And then, like, next time they had people around, they went, oh, come, and look at, come and have a look at the seal that Jim bought us. And uh, this is so weird. Oh, no. <laughs> this is so weird. I'm not making this up. This was the weirdest moment ever. He went, look at that, look at that. He goes, and the weird thing about it, it's got a marking on it. It looks like it says Joe, uh, but it's just the markings on the marble, which isn't that weird? Because obviously we... And every time I told the story, but, like, he just organically gone into him. Like, he looked at it one day and went, oh, that's like, it says Joe. And oh then I frozen in fear as he was, like, picking up this... Um, still, I just told the story, and then it went on for about ten years. And I told him when I was about twenty-six, he went absolutely ballistic. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell! No way! Oh, I love it. So weird that he just painted this. Picture. You've got much more gullible parents than me. I'm the gullible one in my dynamic. Oh, um, really? Anyway, all of that came from 
prawn cocktail being your favourite crisp. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> and um, I am. Um, I did. Have you? Um, I assume then you've ever had a prawn cocktail Pringle. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Love I them. um, I hadn't before lockdown. I I don't think I know who was born. Um, but I've discovered like a top tip that I guess if you're a prawn cocktail aficionado, you'll maybe already know. But specifically with the prawn cocktail ones, and it also this is true for salt and vinegar. But you know how naturally, I don't know how you'd eat a Pringle. I don't know if you'd chomp it up. But if I I I'd want to put the whole Pringle in my mouth basically, and then see what happens. How how, how else would? I don't know. I mean, surely that's what they're designed for. But you know, they're like the downward. The sort yeah. of downward curve, so you'd naturally go to like yeah, yeah. put them the in, yeah. 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 yeah, But with salt and vinegar and and with prawn cocktail, the, all the really strong dust, yeah, is on the back. It's on the yeah, bum yeah, of yeah. it. So yeah, it you need it. to flip it and put it really sort of unnaturally, <laughs> like massive. You need to get your beak like as big as it will go, like a snake. So that you can put it in the wrong way up. And that's the only way that your actual tongue, your taste buds, will get everything there is. You, you, it's, so, it's such a sort of waste of potential to have not put all that good stuff on the underside. Maybe it's, is it stickier underside or something? Like, why is the dust settling under so it doesn't make any sense? Why it's just, it... uh, it's something that would take them probably just a few twi... They'd just dial a few... <laughs> knobs in the factory spend a few of their emergency pounds <laughs> i do i do i pringles became a problem for me <laughs> <laughs> i would do i do like i'd do 10 like like get a thick wad yeah oh stack you stacked yeah, them yeah i feel yeah. i do do you know what i try very hard <laughs> to like not give a fuck what I eat, basically. Just enjoy life. But I, uh, I do think if I put getting more than one print, I don't. I've, I've, I've oh, managed to detach it. all shame from there being a constant like, like chain well, of Pringles going in. Bong, 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 <laughs> do, do, do. But when there, well, when there's I'm... more than one in the stack, <laughs> now I'm you're talking. talking. Ten to ten to twelve, I'd say. Like ten to I, twelve. To the point where they only ever get, they only really ever get bought if you're having a barbecue. And like I would do, so you know, start the barbecue. And I'd really casually sort of talk to my missus or whatever, and just sort of casually pick them up. You know, yeah, no, no, yeah. Should I put? Oh, we got any firearms? And then sort of pick them up, and then go through like two thirds. I feel so like like mentally and physically wrong. <laughs> And then, like, not really want to eat and sort of definitely not want people to come around. <laughs> I'm like, two-thirds of them, and I'm like, oh, really down. It's like, oh, God, is everyone going to stay late? <laughs> <laughs> and that's just because I've done, like, two-thirds of a Pringle pot. And they'll be like... Yeah, and two that, bites. And that awful thing, I can't stop eating quavers. This is so bad. Yeah, but, that's what they're designed to make you want to do. It's I not so our love- fault. But do you know that thing when, and then your other half or whoever picks them up and they do the, they have to turn it to let them slide down. And you're like, fuck, if they're having to slide, <laughs> you might have one. If it needs to slide and they haven't put their fingers in the pot yet, you're like. I let my son have the, I, he was like, can I have the Pringles? And I was like, I don't know how many's left. And they were all smashed in the bottom. That felt like almost abuse, tipping oh, them out. It wasn't was just to li- slide it. I had to, I had to 90 degrees it. God. Full up. That is, sorry. That, that is a I wish I'd never been born conversation, isn't it? Yeah. You smashed the print. You've only left me the smashed broken bits. Yeah. Even I'm a four-year-old knows that that's not okay. I'm going to say a bad word, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you um, cannot, and you cannot discipline me. No. I can't anyway, to be fair. Because you caused this, you cow. <laughs> <laughs> Scrum diddly umptious. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Have you ever had to eat? Well, you must have done, but uh, have there been any memorable times where you had to eat anything as as part of some acting? Um, or worse, oh as, or worse as part of audition an audition. Well, the the story that the one um, my 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 food. I think the only one that sticks the, the one that sticks in my mind is uh, when I was, did um, a sitcom, Him and Her. I loved I, it. Oh, that's nice. Brilliant. I was very, very um, lucky to be involved in that show. Um, I was, I, that was the first job I'd ever done. It's like I hadn't done anything before. Um, sorry, my headphones have been weird. Um, yeah, I hadn't done any filming before. And there was a scene where, also in that scene, in the scene was my first ever, not like I've done lots, but kiss. Mm-hmm. Like, where you're not kissing someone you're uh, involved with. So that was hanging over me horribly. But I had to kiss this uh, amazing lady called Camille Kajuri, who's brilliant and stunning. So that was weird as well. <laughs> she had um, money that week. But she did an amazing <laughs> thing. She did an amazing thing because it was like hanging over me because we did this week of rehearsals and it was coming up to that episode. And and uh, and it was coming up to, God, I'm going to have to kiss her. This is fucking horrendous. Not because, you know, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then they went, you know, should we leave it there? Let's do, do the rest after lunch. I was like, yeah, let's do it after lunch. Yeah, let's do the rest after lunch. Like, yeah, let's call it, yeah, just, you know, maybe not come back for lunch. <clears throat> and uh, it's like really stressed. And then eventually I told her why I was so stressed and she just kissed me. Like she went, oh, it's horrible, isn't it? That's, that'll do, wasn't it? And I was like, really relaxed. So that was that was the two things in that scene that um, stressed me out. So in the scene, I had this huge block of cheese and then I took, this is where it gets worse for her. I took a (laughs) chunk of, I had to bite the cheese and then kiss her. So I had cheese in my mouth. So the first take, I thought it'd be really funny to take an enormous. Oh no. Enormous. But, They'd been really clear that we're not going to cut away from this thing because it's a really long scene. So there's no spit bucket, which I didn't know any of this. They didn't tell me there's no spit bucket or whatever. Yeah. So I thought, for the, and it was a funny decision to make, you know, but like we did 13 takes and I, and it was like <gasps> as the enormous bar of plastic as the cheese. Oh. And uh, I had, like, I had to go to the medical tent. Oh, no. Yeah, like I was having like headaches, dizzy spells. Like I, I thought, oh wait, I'm never going to eat cheese again. <laughs> I love cheese. I am never eating cheese again. And After all that stress about the kiss, yeah, that was not the, that was not the I, terrible bit. I threw up and everything, but the amount I, I did think you that, properly puke? Yeah, yeah, it's like so you'd like, been you'd been actually having to swallow essentially like a massive mouthful of yeah, shit yeah, plastic like, like, cheddar. I'd say I was eating like like a block of about two inches deep of, of cheese and just like that. 
and then it, I was swallowing it every time. And I was like going to them, I'm feeling really dizzy. And they were like, oh, it's just the heat. Like, no, not that they were being horrible, but I was like, yeah, yeah, they needed to get it done. Yeah. Not that I was going for it. And I eventually got for the scene. And I was literally like, I was, I was like, felt like I was in the St. John's ambulance after a 10K. Oh, you know what I mean? I was God. like, oh, God, I feel really bad. I just feel really pathetic. What, what, what's up? I've eaten quite a lot of cheese. <laughs> I've eaten quite a lot of cheese. I don't think these, these World War II veterans quite know what I've been through this afternoon. I mean, it's like, I'm just eating cheap. It's horrible. Have you done anything like that? Have you had to? Yeah, a bunch of it. I I, um, I think audition... Uh, yeah, I did a Jacob's Cream Cracker advert a few months after I'd had Got my kid. Ending, Fucking hell. There we go. Um, <laughs> at really bad, badly paid, and a, a director who I will never... Uh, I, I will never, ever go anywhere near again. At oh. one point, he said... Um, I was a mum. I was playing a new mum, eating like opening a sitting in an aquarium and opening a Tupperware box that happened to have <laughs> sort of two perfect Jacob's crackers on it with a couple of bits of cheese on, and I just lip synced to um, I, I like to move it, move it, yeah, and I just sit lip synced to I like to move it, move it, and during the lip syncing, one one time his direction, this is nothing to do with the eating, just said, um, next time, Jess. Um, like do what you just did, but also while you're doing it, just really sort of like fuck the bench. Um, what? Yeah, he was like just just like fuck the bench. I was like what what? what? And I was just sort of like looking. I was just looking. Sorry. I was looking round at the extras, going, "What did he? What did he just say?" And the extras were all like, <laughs> <laughs> "This is a Jacob's Crackers ad." Yeah, that's yeah, going, yeah. That's going out after twelve. Wow, God no! I mean, exactly. What is he after here? Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I got, I had a spittoon, but it was sixteen-hour shoot, and um, it was the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah, it's the worst thing I've ever done. And I used to do like pear shapes and stuff like that. I've done like, I've done, I've done like, I've done stand-up gigs where there were where there were like one other comedian and then three people who were dying, like like literally yellow and. <laughs> On with machines like I've done and it is the yeah. worst thing I've ever done because it was so degrading but also cheese makes you feel it's so gross again and again and again like the mouth well, crackers, the crackers are bad because it takes the moisture out of your mouth yeah yeah so you're kind of going uh right the, the, the my mouth has stopped working have you ever had to eat anything in an audition no I I've, I've sort of bailed out of auditions because I had um I had like, I don't, I don't think I'm really any good in them for a start. And I I just had a couple of things where I was like, do you know what? I don't need this. You know, not in a... Like, I know exactly uh, what you mean. Life. No, no, we've had... A, we've we've sure, spoken yeah. about auditions generally and they are... Um, it's sort of like, for most people, probably not the best test of the thing, basically. Like exams at school for most kids. Like, but you know, those are brilliant people I know who are good at acting and stuff. Take a little bit of a run up. Need a bit of a run up. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's like oh, yeah. You kind of go. They sort of feel their way a bit. Yeah. And I think it's like, like you say, it's like some people are good at exams and so and, and but then they don't really teach you anything. Do you know what no. I mean? It's like you can ask, if you can remember a hundred facts, it don't give you com- common sense or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, totally. And, and and I feel feel like auditions. I'm like. God, this is really big, but I never really because I've never not got any background in anything. I looking back, but him and her was the only sort of audition where I really thought about it. <laughs> and that's no stupid thing, but I was like, mm. I just went, I just made a load of lucky sort of choices. It's not lucky. Well, it was because I was like, I'm not going to play this for comedy. Yeah. But that was the main decision I made in that audition. I went, I was going to play it really, really truthfully. Yeah. It's not going to be funny. And and then I'm going to go home and never see anyone again. And and that was luck because, like, you go into audition, another audition, play like that, they go, it was very funny, was it? You know what I mean? And oh, they're looking for, yeah. you know, like a big performance. But then you go into Stefan and Richard Lackson's audition for him and her, you play it big, they'd be like, oh, no. Yeah, it's not going to be for them. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, it's so interesting. I I think sometimes the opposite can be true in the sense that um, the few times I've 
I, 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 ne- I never, I've, my, my sort of hit rate on auditions is low. I wasn't everyone's who I used yeah, to, I but like that, ultimately, yeah. like I, um, uh, the more I think about it, the worse I do. Yeah, oh basically, God, yeah. if I have an audition for something I really want and I'm practicing in the mirror and making sure the lines are all down and I really thought about maybe the backstory of the character and exactly how I'm going to play each line really technically, I will fuck it hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favourite eating audition story is I, my f- second audition I ever had, first one was for a yoghurt advert. And I walked in and then they said profiles and I didn't know what they mean. And they, had to go, they were like, turn around. I was like, oh, all right. Like, I didn't know what to do. It was an Irish yogurt company. And I, so I just turned around and that. And then they went, and hands? And I put my hands up and they went, you can go. <laughs> my, I've got really, I've got really sort of used hands. Um, I'm not, a, I'm no yogurt model. <laughs> and then um, the next one was for KFC. And I went in, I think you'll really like this. I went in with uh, very funny Tanya Edwards. And um, we had to go in in pairs. None of us had agents at this point. So we're all just new comedians, just filling a quota for That's casting agents. depressing already. Yeah. And, um, anyway. and we walked in and they had um, like buckets of KFC there. And Tanya said to the casting director and the client, you don't actually expect us to eat this fucking shit, do you? <laughs> and we got pencilled. No way. Yeah. And we didn't what? get it. But my God, what an opening line in a fucking audition. It's incredible. Yeah, uh, really funny. My, my favourite story, of it, I, I was really new doing stand-up. And I, you know, um, obviously you do, Crouching King's Head. Yeah. That says the King's Head. So I came up. Came out of there, and this um, girl, this sort of trendy, sort of East London, you know, trendy type, came up and she went, "We're um, we're all auditioning our presenters for a new E4 um, like chat show thing, and would you, you know, would you consider auditioning for it?" And I was like. What was it called? Like T4. It was called T4. Oh, God. Yeah. So um, I, I just, I don't, I don't think so. And she was like, I said, I don't think I'm right for that. And she was like, no, look, it's a really like kind of quirky, sort of different, you know, all types, you know, it's be fun. Eventually, sort of agreed to do it. And so I turned up at the audition and there was 12, there's me and 12 male models. <laughs> And uh, my friend ended up getting the job, Rick Edwards, because um, he's really funny, uh, but he's also stunning. We used to be in a double act called Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh. So, this is genuinely true. So, like, I was last to go in for some reason. Like, one attractive man after another attractive man going into the room. And... Uh, I'm not making this up. I walked in. They sort of they sent me through. I walked in, and the girl who was doing the audition said, as I walked in, she went, "Can I help you?" <laughs> <laughs> oh and, God! And I was like, "I'm here to do the, the thing." And I swear to God, I, they, they sort of went through the motions. But the cameraman was on my life was definitely wrapping the camera wire around his arm. No, they, they were not filming it, and. Uh, and so they weren't even filming it. That, they, oh. definitely, they definitely weren't. And um, and then so they were sort of hurrying through it, and they said, "Okay," you know, said so obviously done it for everyone. So they were sort of going, "Okay, so you're now interviewing Kylie Minogue." And uh, so what would you ask her? And I just said, "Oh, um, so how's, how's Danny? She all right?" <laughs> and uh, the girl went, "No, seriously, just do a question." And I went, you know, I'm going to head off. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, um, I can't believe I went, though. That was the thing. I was like, I was talked into it. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Well, because also there's this bit of you, I think, in all of those occasions that goes, no, have a positive attitude. You don't know. You know, it's just, don't just, don't hate on yourself. You might be the right, you might fit in. They might genuinely be looking for something interesting. Well, I didn't want it. Yeah. Really, I was like, what, I don't want to be a presenter. No, I, yeah, <laughs> fuck. But I thought, do you know what? The truth is, you're skin, aren't you? Yeah. You oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, God, every single advert. 
We'll just, yeah. No one wants to do that. No, you're like, oh, God, yeah. They might. When I got my first uh, job doing TV, this is genuinely how naive I was. I jet, like, we hadn't spoken about money. And I went, fucking hell, I might be a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) I was so unaware of what you got paid. I I got got an an acting job. Yeah. I was like, fucking hell, I might. Hang on. Yeah. Fucking, and then I, I started to go, oh, maybe, I don't know, might, might be 500 grand, though. Literally, <laughs> I, I lost my mind. Like, I genuinely had no idea. Oh. And then money, I was like, oh. It's <laughs> a normal job, isn't it? Yeah. Way a normal job. Just a normal job, but with none of the security. Yeah, and it's yeah. really short term. Yeah. If there was literally no other option, would you ever eat a person? Yeah. Cool. Um, that was so quick. I'm doing another quick one. Hangover, what are you having? Uh, hangover. Um, what, what? Hangover food. Yeah. I, I want to know what you're drinking and eating. Just sort your hangover out. God, this sounds really bad, but um, I know someone who basically, when he has a hangover, has, has a, like, he's a really successful businessman. Mm-hmm. And he has, a, he has a bottle of cider in the morning at work when he's hungover. Ooh. Yeah. So he's not that got a problem. probably would sort it out, though. Yeah, he's not got a problem with booze at all. He just says, I've got two options today. Yeah. I can be fucking ill all day or I can have a bottle of cider. Yeah. But I don't do that. But he has a bottle of cider and plows on with his day and, and he's absolutely fine. The only downside of that is if anyone smells you... It's his company. Oh, great yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I... Do you know what? Genuinely, uh, my, the best thing is really simple. My missus likes going to boot sales. So if yeah. I'm hungover on a Sunday, I'll go with her and I'll go to those vans yes. that that have the worst kind of burgers. You know, yes. cow's shin. And, <laughs> and I have one of those. Like the worst bread, the worst... <laughs> The worst meat and burnt onions. Yes. I've travelled right across Sussex for that shit. Amazing. Yeah. Perfect. So. What about you? Oh, it really varies, actually, but... <laughs> really varies? It really varies. Depends on the nature of the hangover. I haven't... <laughs> I am... Um, I'm not... I, I don't think I could allow myself... Unless I was fuck all to do that day to have a to have booze. But the, I do know that fixes it. Not getting back on it, but having... ah drink yeah yeah but, but not maybe in the morning anytime i've ever drunk in the morning for you know a wedding or whatever it's fucks me up daytime no, I, i've never like i have i have uh many many friends who who drink in the morning like yeah. kind of it's it's a weird sort of one of those extremes or whatever that to me is insanity but i'm not gonna lie to you i've had hangovers and gone to the other half, I go. There, there, there is, there is an option out of this. Yeah, but it's going to be doubled tomorrow, and you're so down about it. Yeah, have that drink, and I swear to God, it's like Christmas morning, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. And that that, and I go. I can see how you be an alcoholic. Yep, because- especially the older you get, because. The worst, your worst. The longer you're waiting for the hangover, the worse it's going to be. Oh, it's terrible! Like, like if we, if we, like we had a big before lockdown. Obviously, had a big night, which we've never done, like, like in years. But it was like four in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, it seems insane even talking about it. But I'd say Wednesday, we were still going. I just feel really <laughs> like I don't think you love me. <laughs> that kind of conversation, you know what I mean? But like, you know, you know that really that, bad, yeah. Or just like, and just this, like, and then having to keep talking each other down, you just just, just through feel... a prism of misery, just yeah, like yeah. an annoying, like an oh, not yeah, yeah, it's not I, worth it. And I'm so needy when I'm hungover, it's so bad, like, like I just sort of like need to, like to be physically touched all the time. Just like, yeah. I've got the back of her hand on my like, face. 
and go, just don't move. Can you not move that, please, for till sort of Tuesday, Wednesday? <laughs> it's like, and she's like, and if she, you know, if she's not hungover. Yeah. So I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> you decided to, to, to go out with Steve and Greg, and it always ends up like this. So, yeah. Why, why don't you love me? <laughs> love you, you're just hung over. <laughs> I love it. Awful. Mmm. Delicious. Magpies level up. They've spent lockdown boning, spawning and weaponising. And before we know it, almost everything shiny has been stolen. At first people cope, it's just jewellery and, and um, pans and that. But before long, cars are going and whole bold people's heads. It's horrific. Luckily, the leader of the magpies has agreed to stop, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you, Joe, agree to cycle through the whole of the Thames River on a sort of inflatable bike thing. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. So your reward is uh, a place in history as the as the as the man who saved all of humanity from the magpie revolution uh, but yeah. your reward in the moment and bearing in mind your sort of that perfect hunger like that post post massive exertion high you're happy and hungry like the optimum i want you that's the opposite of a last meal i want you in the optimum mood for for to eat and drink well, three and courses I, can i have three courses yeah, you can have whatever you want. So there's nothing has to be possible, ethical, couldn't give a shit about it. I don't want to know if things are healthy. I want to know your dream meal under the perfect circumstances. And if there's a who, with and where, then who, with and where. Is it easy? Prawn right. cocktail starter, spag bowl main, Viennetta dessert on my own. <laughs> <laughs> with a bottle of Hot Pals 13. Without a bottle of no, it's like do you know what? It was absolutely delightful. You're right. I love that beer, yeah. Yeah. I I, but there have to be a caveat because I've done such a good thing. I do not want to be disturbed. Fine. Yeah. When when I'm having my my meal. And I'd like to cook the spaghetti bolognese myself. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Um and I'd like the prawn cocktail be from to be from an Indian restaurant. Wow, okay. Wow. Indian Indian restaurants, prawn cocktails are always superb. Oh, I've never had that in an Indian restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Get, that's just gone on the list. Yeah. It's, oh, um, wow. So that, that was possibly the easiest question I've ever been asked in my life. Amazing. Yeah. Get in! <whistles> mm, I'm in my tongue. What a dream guest Beanbag Joe was. My highlight was his top tip for pimping up his crap dessert. I'd be stunned if you're not already following him, but if not, uh, he's on uh, Twitter as Gillingham Joe. And when I asked him what he wanted to plug, he was very clear, actually. Um, He said that when lockdown is over, he will be attending car boot sales um, and hoping to see several of you at the car boot sales, quite specifically in and around the Horsham area. So that's nice. Follow the podcast if you're not already. It's at The Hoovering Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe. Uh, leave a five-star review. Follow me if you want, at Jessica Foster Q. Anything longer than a tweet to say, email me through my website, jessicafosterq.com. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham, and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.